an official intelligence representative at a high level from the US government is saying publicly to the human race, we are not alone. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely, the data points empirically that we're not alone. A lot of the things I was briefed on were, were very shocking. Use wants them destroyed. It's John and Lance from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Welcome back. You're on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. John, Lance, and Dell with you here. Anthony's in studio, Lance. We'll bet on in a little bit. But we got to talk a little bit of basketball here first with uh, Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks uh, came over from Memphis. And when he left, under the, the general manager said, under no circumstances will Dylan Brooks return. Now, Dylan Brooks was going to leave. Dylan Brooks was out of there, and I think he knew that, and I think he gave him a little shot on the way out the door. But here is Tim McMahon talking about Dylan Brooks, and he was on the episode of the Low Post uh, podcast. Here he is talking about uh, Dylan Brooks and why the Grizzlies did not want him anymore. I think the reasons that the Grizzlies were ready to move on from him are misunderstood right the 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 nonsense was kind of like all right it's it's at the point where culturally it's time but that was not the primary reason the primary reason the grizzlies were trying to replace dylan brooks for a full two years repeatedly going after players who would have replaced him in the trade market and deals where he probably would have been sent out was because of the shot selection issue was because dylan did not want to be a fourth or fifth offensive option. Hey, I'm Dylan Brooks. I averaged whatever, 18 points per game last year. It's like, yeah, an extremely inefficient 18 points per game. Um, And then, you know, at at his exit interview, when it was clear, like, hey, the Grizzlies, he's not going to be back here. He grumbled about how he had to accept a smaller offensive role. I've got more than that in my game. So Ime Odoka wanted him. He valued him. Okay, he's he's in Houston in large part because of that. It's on Ime Odoka to, to to deal with that stuff and get the best version of Dylan Brooks that also uh, creates the best possible scenarios for these young guys to grow. So Dylan Brooks wants a bigger a bigger role in the offense. And Dylan Brooks, uh, we just talked about this, was it yesterday or the day before? For a player who takes 13-plus shots a game, Mm -hmm. his true shooting mark of 49.4% ranked dead last of all the players in the NBA, 74 players in the NBA who attempted at least 13 shots or more per game last season. This is all known by... Everyone and all the fans and everyone, they're they're all aware of this. Like, he's a bad shooter. And you've added him, and, and then Fred Van Vliet's coming off a bad three-point shooting year, 34%. Well, and not, not only that, but his two-point shooting was not great. His two-point shooting for a career yeah. is less than 41%. It's terrible. So he's not a guy that's going to finish once he gets inside the three-point line at a good rate at all. Um, it's a, it, it is a concern. I mean, you're going to have to have – Jalen's got to become a better shooter. Van Vliet's got to bounce back and have a better three-point year. And then I think Jabari Smith's got to be a guy who really takes a step forward in terms of, you know, makes out on the basketball court. Yeah, so I, I'm just – listen, I think they're going to be 
a way different team, and I think that's what they wanted. They wanted that defensive intensity that Dylan Brooks brings, uh, maybe a locker room presence. Maybe, yeah, you know, all the tomfoolery stuff that he does and whatnot. Boy, he's an intense dude, and he will show up on the defensive end and play hard, which is something that we we have not seen under under uh, Steven Silas. And I think he brings that kind of says So does Fred Van Vliet. But the, the question is going to be, who's going to score for this team? I mean, honestly, Jabari better step up his outside game. Where are your Jalen is not a good three point shooter. He's not a he's not. He, I mean, he's athletic and he's going to score points. Amen Thompson, you know, he, Cam Whitmore wasn't a good three. It wasn't a great three point shooter. I mean, that was a college three point line. This I, the question is going to be. I mean, this team is going to struggle at times to score points. That, that so? is going to happen, yes. I'm not as worried. I mean, scoring points wasn't a huge – I mean, well, for any terrible team, you're going to have problems or offensive or defense. Well, they went no, – but but you'll remember that they went into lulls, and that's where they really got behind and lost games. First of all, at the end, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't know how to close. And, you know, the teams would go on runs at the end of games or – in the coming out of the third quarter, they would just get blown out of the building for a while, and then all of a sudden, it's a fifteen twenty point game, and you're like, okay, how are you gonna, you can't you can't get back in this? Yeah, they scored some points, but they went they went times. There were times when they just looked horrendous offensively. Yeah, I mean, it's true. The points scored per game were just one ten, so that's no, that's, yeah, that's low last year. Yeah, it's lower than I lower than I realized. So. Yeah, it might, it might be an issue. I think that Jalen Green's going to be better this year. It's year three. It's a natural progression. The guy's only 21 years old, 22 years old. So, you know, it's time for him. I think he's, I think he's going to become a bet. I think he'll have a better shooting year. I think he'll score more, be more efficient. Um, Jabari Smith already showed in summer league that he's become much more comfortable in his own skin in terms of how he's going to attack at night. Once again, I mean, every time I see Shingun highlights, I see something different or new, and I just realize he is so special. My gosh, he is! It bothers me when there are people who don't see how special his offensive skill set is, mm-hmm. because his footwork is like Akeem Olajuwon's. It doesn't. It's not as. It's not as quick, so you don't. You're not as awed by it. But when you look at some of the things he does footwork wise, and he's a guy who's worked with Akeem Olajuwon, he is rare footwork and ability to get to his own shot from multiple spots on the court i i i think i think i know what that is you've got thunderstick i know what that sound is it's the thunderstick sound i haven't heard it for years but <laughs> i thought it was one of your kids coming in it was one of your kids coming in it was del, del- I'm, not, I'm not one of his children yeah you could be are you sure well, yes, I am. Okay. Yes, I've sunned them. I've sunned them. Mm. But I feel um, like I generally win these battles. Um, but no, so I, Thunderstick I think, I think was. I think they'll find so. I think they'll find baskets. They just gotta. Shingunas talented. Two more points a game. Lance isn't wrong. Shingunas talented. Um, I just don't know when I hear Hakeem Olajuwon how I cannot play Thundersticks. <laughs> no, he's got footwork. He's mm-hmm. got really good footwork, like Dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 812 ESPN 97. Thank you. Thank you. We can't talk about the Rockets without him. It makes me mad when people don't love Elbert Shangun. People don't notice how talented he is. It makes me mad.
I'm sorry, me and Paul George see it. Well, as long as playoff P sees it. Okay. That's right. It just makes me mad. Well, you and Paul George should agree on things. Neither of you is available most of the time. <laughs> um, all right. We When we come back, we got to get back to Astros on the other side, right here on EF, because our team. Come on, Canada. And our team is one game out of first place here in the in the uh, American League and West. And today we tie it up. And today, today with the return of Jordan and Altuve. We'll see. I bet they're both in the lineup. We'll find out. But they are I, apparently they're both available now. So let's go. Uh, well, you know who else is available? Give him a call right now. Scott McGrath, McGrath Pest Control. Not he, him per se, but I, I still... I've used McGrath Pest Control I don't know how long, and we have no bugs. And i got to tell you, I, we got the mosquito murdering system, and it is, it is awesome. Here in the city of Houston, you cannot avoid mosquitoes. They are going to be there. How are you going to go out by your pool? How are you going to eat outside? How are you going to barbecue outside? With these mosquitoes, it's just it's terrible. Now, we haven't had that much rain, so it's not, they're not, they're not congregating. But listen, make no mistake, if you want to sit outside, if you want your kids to be outside, you want them to have fun, the mosquitoes. Mosquito murdering system is awesome. And then fleas, termites, ants, any kind of bug in your home, please stop. You don't want any bugs in your home. They come every quarter to my house, spray. Hawaii comes over, bing, 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 bing. He's done, and it's awesome. If you're looking for the best way to keep any kind of any kind of mosquito, ant, roach, flea, spider, bed bug, whatever it is, if you've got bed bugs, you're gross. Call 281-469-8240, 281-469-8240, or McGrathPestControl.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, right where you belong. You're the only one left of the Wayne family. This is where you belong. Welcome home. The Veritex Community Bank Studios currently contains two human beings, as well as two live western pygmy rattlesnakes and six emperor scorpions. You know, for protection. Here's John Granado and Lance Zerline. Tucker calls one to right field. Pretty well hit. Adolis Garcia will watch it go! First row! Just enough to get out! King Tuck makes it a 3-1 Astros lead. Boy, did they need that. They needed every run. After Presley came in and gave it up, a two-run shot, and then uh, that shot that Tucker went back on and caught, and the Astros went at 4-3, and the Astros are now a game out of first place. Listen, the Astros are going to win this thing by five, six, seven games. They're going to they're going to win this division. It's the the Rangers are not built yet to withstand this and withstand any injuries. Okay, they had Adolis Garcia back in the lineup last night. They don't have Corey Seager right now. They haven't had DeGrom all year. Eovalde, they had to take him his spot out of the rotation this week. So they're they're just not built as well. And look, the Astros have got guys coming back. They've got they've got Jordan and Altuve coming back. Michael Brantley has been there's been a sighting. We've got Urquidy making another start. He's probably okay. Did you just try to sneak Brantley in on us? I just snuck Brantley in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you're, did. You're, 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 you're Urquidy. You know, you said we got Altuve, you got Jordan, Brantley. There's been a sighting. Yeah. we've had sightings of Michael Brantley for 365 days. Yeah, well, he's on the bench every single game. We see him all the time. What do you mean? There's been a sighting? 
Is he like a UFO? Well, listen, I'm I am glass half full. You're glass half empty. You don't even think that the Astros are going to – you think we'll just give up on this season. You've said that multiple times. This is not their year. Well, that's not me, okay? I'm watching a team that's one game out of first. I don't know how they're going to win this division. And you're two watching them left. about 40 feet from home plate. Okay. Well, I don't know how they're going to win this division, you know, what with being one game out with two months left in the season. How can they possibly – how could this possibly be their year? I mean, I would be as positive as you if I had your vantage point of the games. Uh, it was I said I had nice that's it was somebody somebody invited me that's how I got those seats oh we're not assuming you paid for them no I wouldn't I can't do that I'm not so uh, can we stop talking about my seats well and, Lance put it out on Twitter and there's a picture and that and a arrow towards where you're sitting I think right. it should be the main topic of the show like this that should be story arc a the Astros actually winning should be story arc B tell us what you ate yesterday at the park what did they feed you uh, fried, and did they uh, feed you by hand, or do you have to eat by yourself? No, I had fried chicken. Right, it's right here, Anthony. Can you hear? Anthony's in studio with us here. Can you hear now? No, he can't. He can't hear. Anthony from New York. A guy All comes. Right. Yeah. Hey, Lance. How are you? I'm doing sorry good. To hear about your uh, COVID. COVID situation. Yeah, sorry to hear yeah, how diseased no, you are. I'm, I'm done. This is just for safety, but I'm done. I defeated it again. Yeah, thank God you're not <laughs> defeated it. <laughs> you defeated it. Well, now I'm just gonna have to make another trip, you know, so I could so I could you know see you. You know, I mean, I'm only mm-hmm. seeing half the dynamic team here. Yeah, well, that's enough, Anthony. You don't want to be around his disease riddled. Uh, his, <laughs> what? I mean, see how Italian people are? They're so I know. Oh. Um, disease riddled. Anthony Anthony came in and went to the game on Monday night. And then you sat by the pool and watched the game last night, correct? Right? right? Correct. And now tonight you're going back, correct? And then you just you just said the Rangers. I would have thought you come in for the Yankees or the Mets or. Well, actually, uh, I'm going to fly home, and there, you know, the Astros are going to be in my town next week, so I'll be out there. You know, and you'll be out there with uh, you. Absolutely. Uh, is it dangerous when you go to the ballpark uh, with no, the Astros on. stuff on? Look at me. Would you mess with me? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Now. No, and as soon as you start talking, <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see where nobody messed with Anthony at the ballpark. Uh, well, that is nice. Anthony is a, a long-time listener to the show from New York, for those of you who don't know who he is. And he's always – he calls up and just wants to check in every once in a while. And every 13 years or so, he stops by the studio. Oh, no, well, yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'll try to make it sooner next time. So, And he's got Nick's Place Pizzas coming today. How about that? Oh. Yeah, and they're coming at 1130. Yeah. So oh, yeah, the, I'll be here. Yeah, so Joel and – and Jeremy and Paul Gallant. No, no, no. I'll be up there. I'll be up there. No, you're not coming. With, yes, I am. Okay, so you want Nick's Place Pizza to be contaminated with your COVID. Contaminated? How? Yeah. How about Nick's Place COVID pizzas? That's I great. Does anybody it. want that? I defeated well, it. What toppings are on COVID well, pizzas? Well, Lance's snot. What? I don't want that topping. Yeah, I know. And so Lance is going to come in here, snot all over the pizzas, and then I don't have up. any anymore. I'm good. I'm good. Look at me. I'm glorious. Friday, well, not so much. Monday, a struggle. Tuesday, actually Monday, I was starting to get better. Tuesday, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I can make it in, but I don't want to poison them. And then today, I'm like, you know what? Let's sleep in. Oh, let's sleep in. He got another 15 minutes because he. <laughs> I mean, he, he literally shows up here. At about ten till every day, okay. Ten till. I know. Listen, I'm not. I'm not contagious anymore. <laughs> There's no chance I am. So I'm gonna go 
put those pizzas in my mouth, and then, you know, whatever falls out back onto the tray, it falls oh, out. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, if you weren't afraid to give me a home address, I would send them right to your house. You no, know what I mean? No. Uh, don't Anthony, do it, Anthony. Don't, don't do it. Don't make them do. Make them work. Make them actually get up out of bed. Okay. You don't so, want to. You don't want to deal with this house. I promise. When's the last time you put on pants? Like, have you yeah, actually gross. put on different pants? Are you still yeah, in, like? I had on, I had on shorts because I went one time to get a coffee. Oh my gosh! You oh you went up and you you contaminated everybody that at Starbucks. Poor barista. Oh my goodness! So oh, so my first night, I went to Vic and Anthony's for a oh, nice. Oh, how nice! Thing. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Good. Take service. care of yourself. Why don't you? But I had a I had shorts on and a jersey. <laughs> they told me I wasn't allowed to sit at a seat, but I could sit at the bar. I said, "Well, that's a win-win for me." <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I can't sit at a table. I have to sit at the bar and watch. Uh, okay. well, we, okay. But we get, so, but you can eat outside. <laughs> we'll give you well, here. We'll put and, this in the no, box. And, and Go and eat on the steps. No, you you can't eat outside. No. Can't do much outside. No, you can't too do long. So, no. No, 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 no. Actually, the older I get, uh, the better I like the heat because of the. Uh, Arthritis. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Good. Well, so you stay here and you don't go back to New York. What a pit. Uh, remember Anthony, I was talking to him about how he worked on Madison Square Garden. He said that was his favorite job. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's a construction. You're, you're one of the bosses, right? Well, in the office, you know, uh, outside the building, yeah. doing the actual building. No, but once you come into the administrative office, no. yeah, this is my house. This Anthony, is- what's your favorite union story that you have from over the years? Like your favorite, the story that would be one of the, the ones that uh, that we would laugh the most or be scared the most about well, or whatever. Give us a good union you know, story. It, it, I'm really glad you brought that up because it was probably when I had the foot surgery with the wooden shoes. What? What does that mean? Well, when I called in and said I have foot surgery and I was walking around with wooden shoes on, and you had mentioned they don't put wooden shoes on people anymore. Right. Yeah. But Did you have a wooden shoe? I had two wooden shoes. I had, I had my bunion shaved. What the heck? <laughs> what? They, they, they actually wooden put shoes. wooden shoes on you. Well, out of the shoes, they're pieces of wood with some straps on wow. them, I guess. <laughs> Where do you? Are you growing up in a poor yeah, what the 1920s <laughs> called. They want their surgery back. What the hell? They the want... fabulas of Brazil called. They want their soccer shoes back. Yeah, right, right, right. Anyway, Anthony's in town bringing us luck, okay? We got Fromber tonight on sweep. the Sweep. All right, you got sweep. a sweep. You got, you're going to be tied for first after tonight. This thing is they're, the Astros over the next two months are going to run away with. I'm telling you, this is going to be six, seven, eight games they win this division by, and they're going to get a first round by in the postseason. Maybe not. I'm going to tell you what the Orioles look good. Maybe not the number one overall seed again this year, but they will get that first round by, and they will uh, have maybe have to go to Baltimore. And you know what? I'm fine with that. I'm okay with going to Baltimore and winning there. That's that's fine in the playoffs. But this team looks like it's it's on its way again. They just are so clutch, so clutch. Anthony, welcome to Houston. All right, buddy? Thanks for coming by. Thank we appreciate you. you. That's Anthony right here. We got some Texans news that we have to get to on the other side. But first, we got John Daspit. Yeah, let's get to John Daspit right now because when you have to stand up to the bully, you got to have somebody on your side. It's kind of like that movie My Bodyguard where, you know, you had that guy uh, with the kid. Well, it's a while back. Many of you may not have seen it. But let me just give you the short the, the short form uh, shortcut on it. This one kid was getting bullied. 
He actually got a bodyguard on his side and all the bullying stopped. That's what John Daspin's about. He's coming in to make sure that you don't get bullied by these insurance companies who are trying to rush you into a settlement and make you take less than you deserve for being injured from someone else's negligence. It could be on the roadway. It could be at the, the workplace. Um, he's handled big, giant refinery blasts, offshell, I mean, offshore explosions. He is handling right now uh, several cases. I think it's in the 20s from the Astroworld debacle with the uh, the concert. And that's what he does is he fights for you. He stands up for you. He makes sure that your medical bills are taken care of, that your, you know, that your physical therapy is taken care of, that everything that pops up with an injury, he knows it all. He understands what your compensation should be, and he makes sure that they treat you fairly. That's John Daspin. That's how he operates. So if you want to call and, uh, and set up a free consultation, they're ready for you. 713-CALL-NOW. There's Spanish speakers as well that can handle that. If you know someone who is a Spanish speaker who needs help, they can do that for you as well. 713-CALL-NOW. 713-CALL-NOW. Or just go to the website, daspitlaw.com. ESPN 975.com on the Chase Long. Excuse me. Excuse me. What? You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. John and Lance here with you. Lance, every, I'm looking at a, a Texans six-win projection. I think everywhere has got the Texans as six-win projection, right? I mean, That's me too. That's what I think. Six, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so they're starting off with some injuries as well. Uh, there are five on the pup list. Dylan Dethridge, uh, Charlie Heck, Tegan Cutoriano, Kendall Sheffield and Chase Winovich of those Cotoriano and heck Charlie heck has been around now for a little while. A co- he, and, and you know what swing, whatever. If anything happens, we've got Charlie heck. He's, he's nice insurance piece. Tegan Cotoriano is supposed to play a role this year, right? Uh, yeah, I would imagine. I was, I would think so. I, I would think he's got a pretty good chance of, of seeing some of the reps and in, in the two tight end sets. Uh, yeah, I would think so. You're going to play him over Brevin? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. Brevin's, Brevin's not much of a blocker. He's, he's a deep Dell knows him. I mean, he's a guy who's not, he's not as fast and wiggly as you think. And, uh, I think they drafted him where they should have in the fifth round. I just, I'm, I don't know what he does well. That's going to look, I, I think tight ends can do well in this offense. I don't think you have to be the greatest tight end, but I do think you need to block a little bit. I'm not sure that's going to be Brevin Jordan's jam. Yeah. Sheldon Rankins is starting on the non-football injury list. What does that mean to oh, us? Oh, um, non-football injury. Well, did he have – is he coming off of a surgery at all? I, I don't Didn't know. Did he miss? They don't Didn't explain it. Just last year, wasn't he out? Did he, did he fall off like – fall off washing his truck like jeff kent or well hopefully it wasn't like a name hines is there any chance they would are they just gonna pay me at name hines yeah i wonder if that contractually if he screwed himself there i don't know but yeah for that... those who don't know he has a non-football injury in uh 
and he had a water skiing accident that's going to cause him to miss the entire a jet year. ski accident. A jet ski, yeah. And a lot of these, you know, a lot of these uh, um, contracts will specifically state that you can't do certain activities off the, you know, off field that cause injuries, or you potentially could, you know, you invalidate your contract. Right. And there's a possibility. I don't know what this Sheldon Rankins thing is, although I'm not. I mean, he's supposed to play a role here. I mean, Sheldon Rankins is supposed to play a role for this team. Yeah, I'm going to check because I think that, like I said, I think there was an injury issue last year that may be lingering. Well, but why would it be non-football? Right. Um, Because it didn't happen. I mean, because it didn't happen on, I don't know. Yeah. You got me on that one. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, so that happened. Did you happen to see, staying on the football thing, did you happen to see Tommy Tuberville? Tommy Tuberville and another senator have put forward Senators Manchin and Tuberville introduce a common sense bill on NIL. So uh that what their what their bill is it proposed a uniform nil standard that would supersede those in individual states so it would be a national thing as opposed to each state having their own laws which i think is probably going to be fairer for all of college football because like california wants to pay everybody a million dollars a year and so everybody's going to flock to california so that they can get a million dollars whatever you know california just comes up with the dumbest stuff ever and, and they, apparently they don't care wh- how they spend people's tax money uh, in any any endeavor. California is going to give you more. They want to create a single NIL contract for student-athletes to sign. Um, so, You're back on Tuberville right now, right? I'm talking about, this is Tuberville and Manchin. Okay. Um, the protecting athletes bill would uh, also expand health insurance for student-athletes even after they leave the school, which, which I totally agree with. I mean – Look at these guys that have get that have gotten concussions and they have uh, lingering head problems well after they played. I mean, it could happen in high school. It could happen in college. Everybody's just the NFL. Oh well, if you played in the NFL, the NFL's got to pay for it. Well, this a lot of these things happen in college and they should be dealt with as well. Um, the bill would require that student athletes have three years of academic eligibility before they could transfer to another school without having to sit out a year. That I am not sure about. That I am not sure is going to happen. I, now, I think the, the, the students might. Dell brought this up before. Is it Tommy Tupperville, the guy who said he was going on a recruiting trip and ended up from, ended up going from Texas Tech to, to Cincinnati? A recruiting trip? John, he was in the middle of a dinner. Yeah. He got he up from that dinner. dinner. He got up from the dinner. And went to Cincinnati. <laughs> and left in the middle of the dinner. In the middle of the dinner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, just this, they would also give the NCAA the power to choose the kinds of deals that can be offered and accepted as well as the authority to enforce the rules alongside the federal trade commission. In other words, if, I mean, there are a lot of these, these deals that are just pay for play. It, it's basically not an NI, it's not name, image, and likeness. Because a lot of these deals are just now we're, you're doing a lot of deals through with John Daspot and whatnot. The kids are actually going and making commercials. The kids yeah. are actually tweeting. They're actually having to do stuff to make the money yeah, that John Daspot puts yeah, forward. Yeah, there's a shot. Yeah. You know what John Daspot's doing? He's taking 
He did this University of Houston. And by the way, Houston's collected did an incredible job. <coughs> he got like 89 players <coughs> at a video shoot. And they did photos. They did videos for commercials. They're going to be part of commercials. They're going to be part of a huge billboard campaign. Truly, their name, image, and likeness is being used in the commercials for somebody who has a business. And it's it. this is what it was supposed to be for. This is what it was supposed to be for, for name, image, and name, likeness. Name, image, and likeness. And yeah. I, you know what? I don't think it's a bad thing that these things should pass through one governing body and say, yes, this is actually a legitimate, and we want to see that you actually do what the contract says that you will do for this this NIL money, as opposed to just let's pl- pay Quinn Ewers $3 million this year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, determining, well, you can't like you have to have a contract and his image and he could just tweet one time and it's worth however many millions. Of no, dollars, but that, now, now you could also have where and I think this may be, you know, limiting to actual realistic NIL money. OK, no, 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 no. You can't give him two million dollars to post once. If you're going to give him two million dollars, the dude is going to have to work for it. Right. And and let's put it in the hands of the coaches as opposed to letting boosters run the programs now as far as the money goes for the players. Let's put it in the hands of the university. Now, you could still raise the money through the boosters, but let's put it in the hands of the universities and the coaches and actually have some way to govern this thing. Because well, and, and, yeah. and listen, in your your head's in the sand if you think that the coaches don't have anything to do with this anyway. But I think okay, so I've I've dealt with this for John with uh, Arizona State, uh, Georgia, Texas, all of them. Texas Texas went through an agent, not the collective, because you don't have to go through the collective, and their collective is kind of a pain in the ass, in my opinion. But Houston's collective is great; everything goes through the collective. Uh, Georgia went through the collective, Arizona State through the collective. And what they do is they basically have an amount of money and then they send the players, like the players will get a monthly amount of money. They don't give it, it's not all at once. The ones who really have it locked down pretty well, it is run down, it is run by a collective and the collectives, and I think Texas does some of this, I don't know, but you basically say, okay, well, this is the amount of money in here and they keep track of what the player's money is and then they get that money monthly. They get a certain amount each month. And I think it's, Better for the player. They keep track of their taxes. I mean, there are there are collectives that are definitely doing it the yeah. right way. It's not as it may not be as renegade as you think in terms of the how the collectives operate, but but that's only because this has been going on a couple of years and some things are starting to get figured out. I think. Well, you know, if I had to take a bet, like five years ago, if I was going to predict who would be the show's bagman, it would have been Granado. Yeah, but it sounds yeah. like it's the bagman is no, by the way, who are you to talk, Dale? Your guy, basically, Miami's completely bust because your guy Ruiz yeah. ended up being a what? fraud. I, yeah, yeah, a- yeah, you know, completely a bust. They just got a five-star wide receiver to commit. But, yeah, no money there. Okay, sure. Move on. Uh, Whose money yeah. is it? It's not Ruiz it anymore since he lost 90% I, of his portfolio. I think Miami had always been the one to tell you that, yes, Ruiz was out in front, but they did have 
people behind the scenes, like no, a normal collective who doesn't want to be. Who's your, who's your new collective, Peter Ponzi? Because that's all you people do over there, Miami. What, do you mean, what does you people mean? You people. That's you, Miami. Are you talking people. about Zoe that way? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking no, about what? your no, Ponzi no, scheme. No, 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 no. Ponzi scheme after Ponzi scheme. scheme, scheme you're talking about Zoe? to run Miami Does Zoe Athletics. know the way you're talking about them? Zoe knows. Does he know about yeah, the way Zoe you speak knows. about his people? Zoe knows. Don't mm. worry. All I know is Ruiz was the one out front, and the people who were quiet about Miami and their money were like, let that guy be the, f- the front-facing guy. We'll do our stuff in oh, silence. All right, here's the stuff that Manchin proposed. Manchin and, and uh, Tuberville pro- requiring collectives and boosters to be affiliated with a college or school. Okay? The, the schools run it, not, not the boosters run it. Establishing a national standard for NIL. In other words, okay, it, 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 we can't pay out it's stupid, outrageous money to these kids. We got to keep this thing under control. And whether or not that'll pass with a, a, a judge, I don't know. Whether or not that'll get through the court system, I'm not sure. But this, the, the talk of millions and millions of dollars for these kids for one year, I mean, it is going to get, I mean, look at the NBA. We just saw a $304 million contract for five years. It's out of control. And you have to, if you can put some limits on it, because, okay, it, Title IX has got to be a, as well. Okay, you're going to give, now, actually, Olivia Dunn is making, and Angel Reese are making stupid money, too. And you know what? So, so the football players are probably going to say, wait a minute, I want Olivia Dunn money. Okay, yeah, okay, Olivia Dunn can make that much. I want to make that much, too. But you've got to keep it in line where the the, the females, because Title IX is going to play a role in Wait, this as well. John, do you think that the men are going to say, we're not being treated fairly? Yes. At, L- at LSU? Yeah. They're going to say. LSU men are going to say, we don't, we're not getting our fair share. The gymnastics program <laughs> is getting so much more. Excuse me. Um, is a United States senator talking about how much money someone should be getting? Yeah. As far as what's That's fair That's exactly what's right. They're regulated. <laughs> Why, why should much, NIL money be how regulated? How much are they regulated? Regulated. They get to, they get to name their own price. Mm. But Yeah, don't they get to vote on how <laughs> yeah, they're regulated? Yeah, right. Hey, but, let me know. Can we check to see how some of those uh, deals are going with uh, some of the lobbyists? What's coming in from some of these other – what kind of NIL deals are, are they getting? Yeah, well, we're not going to talk about uh, lobbyists and, and uh, that money. Okay, that's that's hush money. That's under-the-table money, okay? like So you mean like college sports used to be? Like college sports okay. used to be. We're not doing that anymore here. Okay, so there are a lot of things. This thing, though, about playing for three – he's got it in here. you got to play three years before you can transfer. Nah, that ain't going to fly. That ain't, maybe two – I could certainly That's see Tuberville you, looking out for the coaches. Yeah, he absolutely is. I could see where okay, you got to be there two years, and here's why we're going to do that. We're going to do that so that you just don't up. You, you made a decision. You know what? Stick with it. And you know what? There will be a lot of kids if they got to stick out that second year. There might be a lot of kids that say, you know what? I'm just staying here. Yeah, but that's not what this would be about. This would be about you preventing you from going in and putting your name in this hat. A second time, basically, right. as a free agent, right? Right. You know, right. trying to leverage your university. But you're still going to be money. a free agent. But you're going to make him sit for three years somewhere, as opposed to no, just that's doing not going to work. One. They're not. They're I never don't think that'll work that. either. They'll never. Go and then that. there's health insurance things in this thing, and what's and and whatnot. You know what? Some of it, I, I re, there really has to be a governing body on this thing. There has to be someone that steps up and says, "Well, the, do we ha-? and and oh, by the way, it should be national. It shouldn't be run by the states." I agree wholeheartedly with that. 
ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. is the number if you'd like to get it. Somebody hit. They wanted to talk about John's NIL crap. Yeah, he called back. He's back on hold. He's back on hold? Okay, we'll, we'll talk about it on the other side. Right now, though, I'm talking about HRNP. And you want to talk about well run? You want to talk about a business that just is is the technology is second to none? You want to talk about people who care and they're going to do a great job for you when they come to your business? And I've seen them do this before. They will study all aspects of your business and they will come up with a plan for you. They're going to help you administrationally run a better business than you are running right now. You your your payroll might be out of control. Your how about how how are you doing come tax time? Are you sure that you're doing? Are you sure you're, you're you're going to be compliant with the Affordable Care Act because they've got experts in the Affordable Care Act as opposed to you, which who knows nothing. You want to sell your widgets. You want to manufacture your product or you want to sell your product, whatever it is. You, you don't know about the Affordable Care Act. They do. This is what they do every single day. And they take care of any HR problems that you have. Plus, when you get your benefits packages, as opposed to these other admin pl- places, what they're doing is they're forcing their benefits packages, their insurance package, your 401ks, and all of that stuff. And that's where they're making a ton of money. That ain't the business that HRMP is in. They're in the business of taking care of your payroll and HR and your taxes. And they do that every single time. So if you're looking for a new payroll company, I got one. HRP.net, 281-880-6525 or HRP.net. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. 713-780-3776. Let's get Javon in here. He wants to talk about this NIL stuff. John's yeah. NIL crap he wants to talk about. What's up, Javon? <laughs> hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, again, I don't know why we're so enamored about the, the, uh, the athletes getting paid in college. When every year coaches get fired, and they get paid millions of dollars not to work. Look at Ed Ogeron. He's making millions of dollars not to work at LSU. So who cares how much work a kid does if he's actually tweeting or not? The biggest issue with college football, if you really want to fix college football and put a bill in, there's no reason that the highest state employees should be football coaches in most states versus any other state employee. And you guys mentioned Title IX. I always wonder why. It doesn't apply to coaches. If we're going to pay a football coach $5 million a year, or we need to be paying a girl softball coach almost equal value. So let's extend Title IX to coaches as well. So I'm just tired of everybody coming at the kids and the money. If, if, if a booster wants to give his hard earned money to a kid, who cares? Let them have it. That's all I got to say, guys. Love the show. Thanks. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm, I've been all four kids getting paid. But there has got to be. There's got to be some governance on this thing. Right now, it's all just a free-for-all. And, by the way, this is America, okay? If a college coach, and women college basketball coaches are making some money, you know why women college softball coaches aren't making that much money? Because no one watches their games. Unless they're Oklahoma or something. Right. And you know what? She's getting paid, I would imagine. I would say, I talked about this last week when I was trying to steal Paul's job, that the governance about NIL, I don't sw- buy because really it's trying to protect people like the adults in the room from themselves. Like if the adults, yeah. if the adults in the room had any ability to not do what they're not supposed to, 
This wouldn't be a problem. So when Lane Kiffin last week was talking about how NIL is a problem, now you got Tommy Tuberville. Stop saying NIL. Say the adults, the coaches, the administrators, the boosters, they can't control themselves. Well, that's the same with baseball and spending. It's the same with any salary cap in any league. They, the adults can't control themselves. Yeah, you call it NIL, but really it's about this in, this inability to say, you know, we're not going to do. You know, we're not going to do poach a guy from an opponent, but they can't do it. No, no. I will but wish there's got to be just yeah. draw a line in the sand. Well, no, no. The Don't coach- you think that there should be a governing body that will would, listen? If there's money, if there's money out there, right? If you're a coach, you can make ten million dollars a year. So you know what you got to do? You got to win, and you got to win big. And you know how you win big? You get the best players. And you know how you get the best players? You cheat. I understand how it works. You I, poach, but using nil. Certainly makes it sound like all oh, the players are out of control. No, the players are the players, not out of control. It's, not the players. it's the coaches that's right. and the boosters. Well, put a draw line under them more well, than anything else. Well, that's what you. Well, but that's what all of this is for: is to control them. I, I just did, I just didn't like Lane Kiffin coming on and talking about nil and not saying to him to to the world the coaches can't control themselves because you know what it's you because how did you get Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State? Did that just come about where you yeah. you didn't reach out beforehand <laughs> no. and he showed up on your campus and he was like, I love it here. I'm going to play here. No. Yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure that was a fair process that Mike the, Gundy the would thing, appreciate. Though, the one thing I do want to say is these players sign contracts, though, Javon. There's, there's contracts that are involved. And so you're saying what difference does it make if they do their stuff or they don't do it? Well, because they're contractually obligated. That's what NIL is, is for is we there's a transaction. This is not a <clears> – <throat> This is not some overreaching thing. If the if if your transaction is okay, we will pay you if you do this for us. Then you have to do that for them, and then you get paid. It's not like that's not a that's not out of line to to say we want to give you money on these conditions, and you say yes, I agree to those conditions. Well, then you can't just say I no longer agree to those conditions, but I want to keep the money. That's you know, you, you have to follow the conditions of – and that's one of the things is I do think at some point, because I know this is this falls through the cracks, I know there's a, there's a certain player in this state who is notorious for screwing people on NIL deals. And at some point, you know, you're going to see a player get sued when that happens. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens because uh, um, you, there is – like I said, there's a player who, who his own NIL collective – they are not looking to do deals with him because he thinks because they believe that this player is making their collective look bad because he's not following through with the things he's supposed to do. He's just taking money. He's basically just stealing money. He just takes money and then that's it. And then if he does something, he does something. If he doesn't, he doesn't. And that's become an issue. So that's going to be something you see at some point where a player in the NIL, I mean, this is a separate conversation that we're getting into, but that's I, I do think to but to your point, John, there does need to be a central anything needs everything needs to be centralized. If you're gonna have a big organization and now it's so much bigger with so much more money and so much more things at stake, you do need a central set of rules. You can't leave it to the states because California is just crazy. They they are they'll literally like you have to have a sameness in college football. And if you don't, and and I'm not sure you're going to, because the Supreme Court may decide that it goes to states. So keep that in mind, too. They may go states' rights on this one, because it's a more conservative court, and they may decide it's not going to be a federal federally decided. I don't know why they would do that, because, you know, there's so many, every every state has different universities. There's got to be one rule for all. I agree, common sense-wise, but... 
they may just say, hey, every state is different. I mean, a, a more conservative court is more likely to be a state's right court. So I, I don't know that they will. I don't know that they'll they'll change what's in place right now. Yeah, I don't know. For uh, the good of, I think for the, I think for the saneness of college football, yes, yes. there needs to be no every if every some, if every some, every state some is, guardrails. There yeah. needs to be some guardrails because states are going to get out of control. Like California, the stuff and Javon, that, that doesn't keep players from getting paid. No, it doesn't keep players. Players from should deals. get paid. I agree wholeheartedly. But there's got to be a there's got to be some governance on this. Give thing. me the Wild West. Yeah, <laughs> Let, let's let's see how. College football eats itself alive. Give give it all. Give, you, give, but you love chaos. I would I would love it because your little finger because <laughs> because all the coaches can come on here and whine and then behind the scenes do the same exact things they're whining about. Yeah. Let's get Bill in here before we break it. Hey, Bill. Hey guys, uh, it's Man, uh, Mansion and Tupperfield Bill. If it's from the government, be aware because they're not here to help you. It's all this is is a bill to keep the NCAA afloat because they have they have no control over football now. No. You give them the control over the uh, NIL money, you'll see hogs at the trough you never even knew existed. Yeah, it is true. I mean, yeah, the NCAA is just basic. well, the government's it's not trying show. to get, but the gov- I think Bill, did you is Bill on still or no? No, yeah. Okay, are you talking about the government? You think is no. going to be in charge of it? No, the NCAA. No, no. The NCAA. Oh, NCAA. hogs at the trough from the NCAA. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, you might have said. a point. Yeah, right, right. No, no, no. Listen. Hey, I, the NCAA doesn't have any does it have any teeth at all anymore? I guess Harbaugh's going to be suspended for four games. Yeah, they, yeah, no, they still have some teeth. They just bailed on but they're negotiating it with well, the NCAA. Did you see that? They're nego- they're currently negotiating uh, his his uh, suspension. His yeah. suspension. It's going to be four games. The, the NCAA wanted nothing to do with nil. Mostly no, because mostly because if you start to legislate how players can move and how much they can get, then you start talking about are they employees or not, and what what does that mean for your business model if you actually you're 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 recognizing these kids as employees, which you have refused to do in the past. So they they stayed away and hoped the government would help them out, and maybe maybe Mansion and, and Tubbs will. Yep, we're gonna hear from Dana Brown on the other side. Dana Brown's got some work to do. We got five days left before the trade deadline. So Dana Brown has got some work to do, brother, and we'll hear from him talking about uh, our guys returning first. We'll do that on the other side. But right now, I'm talking about Coors Light. Somebody, so you, you tweeted out that picture, Lance. And of me sitting there uh, kind of close to the field, a little ways back, and with the people. I'm just a man of the people. And somebody said, oh, I bet he doesn't even have a Coors Light. Well, you would be so wrong, so wrong that I didn't have a Coors Light in my hand during while that picture was taken because I had a Coors Light in my hand the whole game. I don't know how you can go to a game, how you can enjoy a game without enjoying a cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. I just don't know. I just don't. I just don't get it. I was keeping Texas chill. I was keeping the ballpark chill, and I know a lot of you were too because you know I don't know. I, I don't even want I, people don't even want to be seen with some other beers out there. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would never want to have one of those beers in my hand. What I want is the best beer, the beer that comes from Colorado, the water from Colorado, the perfect beer. And that's Coors Light. You're looking to keep Texas chill, and I knew my beers were chill. You know how I knew. Because, because they were the Blue Mountains were there, and if you're looking for the best way 
to to cold, clean, crisp, refreshing, my friends, it's Coors Light. Climb on, brother. ESPN 97.5. Stop being a f***ing baby. Oh, the, the signal, it's, it's all static. 